When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant plant School. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 47 of Plant School. Today we're going to be talking about plant myths. This is our first one doing this. Yeah, so the first myth that we're going to talk about for this episode is do indoor plants clean the air? Yeah, and these episodes are like, it's kind of like myth busting or it could be proving this myth, supposed myth, right. And so, yeah, we're diving into the question of if this is true or not. And that's really where these episodes are going. All right. So let's start at the beginning. Where did you, where, or where did the whole idea of plant cleaning, plants cleaning the air come from? Yeah. So this is a super common idea, right? You've heard it, right, Sam? (laughs) Mm. yeah kind of <laughs> just from probably from me just from you yeah yeah this is this is an idea I had in my mind when I was going through college I would talk about it in like different projects that I did um when I would talk about benefits of plants and anyways there's a lot of evidence supporting it when you just google it so we're diving into like the studies we're gonna get down to the bottom of this like not the bloggers, the studies, the scientific studies. So it all started with a 1989 NASA study by B.C. Wolverton. That's his name, B.C. I don't know what it stands for. Bernard Uh, Curtis. (laughs) Benson Columbus. (laughs) Benson Columbus. I like that one better. But anyways, BC, he was tasked with finding a way to maximize the air scrubbing abilities of plants and soil. And they wanted to apply this into space since space habitats, they're enclosed. There is no way to open a window in space and, you know, get some fresh air. So they needed a way to have, they wanted a natural 
air filtration system. So what he did is he screened a dozen or so common houseplants and how well they remove household toxins in a sealed chamber. Remember that, sealed chamber. And they found that the plants... They did. They worked, but it wasn't the actual leaves of the plant. They did very little. It was mostly the roots and the soil that was filtering out these toxins. And they found this by taking a plant and removing all of its leaves and sticking it in this sealed chamber, and it still worked. It still removed those toxins. And, okay, this is just cool. This is like a little side note I wanted to throw in. There was, there is a product called the Airy Pot that was created based off of this study that the soil and roots can eliminate toxins. And what they did is they created a pot that pulls in air from the bottom of the pot and it goes through the soil and the roots and comes out the top so that the soil and roots are able to purify your home's air. I'm going to include an Amazon link to it just in case you want to take a look. It is pretty interesting. You know what? I'm actually going to pull it up so Sam can see what I'm talking about. Airy Pot. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It just has like these little, I don't know, they look like little openings at the bottom. And it just has a lot of room for the air to go around the soil and roots. So someone just went and poked a bunch of holes in the bottom of a pot and made it a product? No, not quite. There's like a whole, there's a whole design behind it. And they have some pretty crazy claims that I'll get to in just a second. If I, It's just taken a while for this thing to load. So here we go. This Sam, this is the airy pot. What do you think of it? It looks like a normal pot. <laughs> does doesn't it yeah um it's black i guess space blue it's oh, space oh stone blue. gray and space oh blue. it's just the angle on it uh yeah yeah it's not like your normal terracotta no color. yeah they they kind of look normal but those are the little openings in the bottom and then it comes up through and is <laughs> pumped out apparently so what, what do they say it does cleans your air and okay yeah the claims yeah yeah so they claim that it's able to purify 40 cubic meters of air within 24 hours i don't know how much 40 cubic meters of air is though but it sounds like maybe a mid-size room right 40 centimeters (laughs) yeah um apparently this pot i on amazon it's out of stock maybe people are just snagging it up but it usually goes for around $80 for a pot, which seems crazy to me because I just find mine at thrift stores for like a dollar. But anyways, are you looking up how much 40 cubic meters of air is? Yeah, but... It, oh, that's not helpful. 10,566 gallons. Wow, that's a lot of gallons. But, oh, it's... I gotta change it. Um... While you look that up, I'm going to keep going. Um, So what they claim is that the microorganisms and the enzymes in the soil transform the particles and pollutants into basic compounds that they use that are useful to the plant. And they even had a, it's called the uh, Freienhauer Institute. They conducted a study with the airy pot and they found that it helped decrease two 
um, toxins in particular. So one being xylene, which xylene is like petroleum and coal tar. So that's like combustion that comes out of your car. And then the other toxin was uh, tolu toluene. And that is found in like paint thinners, nail polish, inks, stain removers. And they found that the airy pot did pretty well at removing these from um, the air. How's how's it going, Sam, on the 40 cubic meters of air? Our internet is, or is, is it just slowing this web, down. Just this website, I guess. Ah, oh, darn it. I, I, I converted to cubic feet, but I'm like, well. Don't really know what that <laughs> is either. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the thing is, I, I think, like, I know soil and, like, roots and plants can help purify the air, right? That's. It's like the world's natural air purifier. I just don't know how well the airy pot could do this and like how effective it would be, how many you would need. You know what I mean? I don't doubt that it works. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Cubic feet is like, you know, you think square feet would just be like your floor. Cubic feet would be like floor to like ceiling. The, yeah. yeah exactly. One by one by one sort of thing. Yeah. One foot. Okay. Yeah, so 40 cubic meters would be 1,400 cubic feet about. Okay. So, I mean, however you would measure your room volume. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never measured a room's volume yeah. before. It's usually just square feet. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyways. That was a random side note, but I thought it was kind of cool that that like beginning study that caused this whole controversy, someone has turned it into a product. So is uh, Wolverton's NASA study valid? Yeah, um, yeah. so you kind of got to like take a look into the details and look at more recent studies. So one, one thing that I mentioned was that it was in a sealed chamber. Our homes are not sealed chambers. We have doors that open and close. We have AC units, heating units that are bringing in air. And so the air in our homes is switching out constantly. So that kind of tosses that whole study out the window of do plants really help? Um, in a sealed chamber, they do. In our homes, Mm, maybe. So let's dive into some other studies. There is a, let's start with an old one. Um, there was one in 1984. This was actually before BC Wolverton study. And they were testing spider plants specifically. And they found that to meet the air purification needs of just one home, a small home, um, you would need about 70 spider plants. Oh, I think that was one room. Sorry. Air purification needs for one room. You would need 70 spider plants in, you know, in this room to purify the air continuously. And this test was also performed in sealed containers. So again, this study proves that plants do work in sealed containers. Um, you might need a lot of them, though, to really make a difference. So a 2014 study in the Environmental Science Pollution journal came to the conclusion that we need more studies 
to be done because indoor environments are so complicated with, you know, different toxins being given off, air quality just coming in and out. And I don't think I really touched on that, but like these toxins in our home, they're everywhere. It's it's from the paint on our walls. It's from new products that we bring into our home. It's from ink on your newspaper, on your mail. Like it's, they're just everywhere. It's, I don't know. It's hard to get rid of them. They're in markers, everything. So they're just kind of polluting our homes constantly. And anyways, there was another study in 2019. So really recently in the journal of exposure science and environmental epidemiology. And this was done by Michael S. Waring. And he concluded that there was no significant change in air quality with indoor plants. So he tested it in a home, not a sealed chamber, and he didn't see a significant change. So this is after that 2014 study where they concluded we need more studies. And then in another one, um, this was from a man, Gall from Portland State, and his study described that plants removing ozone um, was very ineffective when they were doing it like all that they could get the plants to do was there were 30 parts per billion of ozone. So a very small amount and it reduced it to 29.7 parts per billion. So by 0.3 parts per billion, which is like nothing. So he concluded that they were not effective at removing ozone in homes. And yeah, so studies show that you know, this this NASA study might not be what it's chalked up to be. Okay. So what if you stuffed like a ton of plants in a room? Yeah. So some people have done the math and I, we have like talked about this. I think it was episode eight of our podcast that we touched on the subject briefly, but you would need one plant per square foot to make a difference. And that is a, that's just crazy amount of plants. So if you had a five by five foot office, cause that's a pretty small room, that would be 500 plants. Closet. (laughs) Yeah. Just to like clean the air, like a normal air filtration system would. So I don't, I don't even know if you can stuff 500 plants. I don't know. That would, it would just be a lot. That would be a lot. I don't know if you could afford 500 plants. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a, that's a good point. And then also when you do have that many plants in a room, it can cause problems. So watering could take hours. Humidity would significantly increase and it could harm your furniture, harm wood in your home, et cetera. And just like, your microbiome in your home could shift for better or for worse. You know, it would just be a really humid environment. And with how much our air changes in a home in one day, it's just the pollutants are hard to keep up with. That's why you would need so many plants in a room. And it's it's not really feasible. So why is this such a common thought if the science isn't totally backed up? Yeah. I, I think it all comes down to probably marketing. Um, the EPA says that indoor air pollutants in our homes 
are two to five times more concentrated than they are outside of our homes. And we spend 90% of our time indoors on average. So we are constantly breathing in and surrounded by these pollutants. So like everyone wants cleaner air, right? Like we'd be more healthy if our offices were outside or if we just lived outside, the air is cleaner out there. Even when you see like here where we live, we can constantly, at least in the summertime, we're seeing smoke from California wildfires and things like that. Um, Even then with like smog in the air, usually outside air is cleaner than in your home, which is crazy. Um, And the other thing is Wolverton study is so widely known. It is so popular. And these other ones, like the ones I mentioned, no one knows really knows about those. No one goes and looks them up on Google Scholar like I did. So it's kind of just like such a bummer myth to be busting, right? No one really wants to like swallow that their plants really aren't going to help them have cleaner air. It's easier just to think, oh yeah, they're doing something for me. And so it's been really slow to move around in the plant community that they really don't clean your air. And marketing companies aren't dropping it, of course. They're, they will hold tight onto the study saying, hey, buy this snake plant. This NASA study shows that it will clean this and this out of your air when really it's, I don't know, it's such a small amount that it's not doing anything. Hmm. So myth or not, do plants clean the air? Plants in general do clean the air. Um, like the soil, the earth outside, it is cleaning the air. In fact, this is like a random side note that I just want to throw in because I think it's cool. If you go into like evergreen forest, especially like a pine forest, um, the air there is maybe the cleanest you'll ever find because pine trees emit a lot of, um, chemicals into the air, not only to protect themselves, but to protect the other trees from any sort of pests and it keeps them away. That's why a lot of your cleaning products smell like, like, like pine saw, um, because it is like a natural cleaning agent. But anyways, people will go into pine forests and they call it forest bathing because it's just clean air that you can breathe in. So that is not a myth. Plants do clean the air. So myth or not do house plants clean the air Mm. with like the research we've gone over it sounds like there is definitely more research to be done um like i said the studies i found a lot of them mentioned how hard it was to gauge in a home environment where it's just so complicated um so definitely more research could be done but chances are looking really slim that your houseplants can do much um Maybe if you filled it with airy pots, <laughs> they would help. But um, just a normal house plant in its normal pot is not going to do much for you. So how do you actually go about cleaning your home's air? Yeah. So in case you're like really bummed out that your house plants aren't doing much for your house's air, this is how you can clean it up. Air purifiers. You can open your windows. Like I said, the outside air is much cleaner than indoor air and you can ensure proper ventilation, especially when using any sort of cleaning product. So if you're cleaning the bathroom, 
and it has a window in it, go ahead and crack that open or turn on that fan because those chemicals can just linger in a home's air and it's best to get them out. And that's what you can do. Or maybe try the air. I'm not a sponsor for Airy Pot. I don't know if I can endorse it. So you can look at it in my link and you can decide for yourself if it's <laughs> worth it. All right. Well, thank you, Scholar Rachel, for going through all those those uh, studies. It was to, a pleasure. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.